Hello, and welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. I am your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your other host, Soli Hommel. And we're going to take you through 31 scary movies through the month of October, like we do every year. But for the first time this year, we're going to do it entirely in audio format. We like to mix it up every year. One thing you need to be aware of is that we will be employing a truly ghoulish number of spoilers throughout all of these reviews. So if you haven't seen the movie we're reviewing, maybe don't listen to our podcast until you do. We highly recommend you check them out and watch along with us. It's going to be fun for everybody. I mean, how could it not be? So if you're ready and you've watched the movie, please step inside our lair and let's begin. Life After Beth is a 2014 movie that we watched on Netflix. It's rated R has an 89-minute running time, and IMDb gives it a 5.6, Metacritic gives it a 50, Rotten Tomato critics give it a 43, and audience give it a 30. So overall, not super high scores. Nope. No. So Life After Beth is basically the story of a woman named Beth who dies and comes back, and how that's somewhat disruptive to her boyfriend's life. It is. I feel like we're not alone in the room this time. <gasps> we're not. This is our is second guest podcast. <laughs> uh, we have three guest podcasters today who watched this movie with us. Will you introduce yourselves? I'm Kelsey. I am Soli's cousin. I'm Katie. I am also Soli's cousin. <laughs> I am Sarah. I am not Soli's cousin. That I think that is just a fabulous descriptor of each of you. We like each other. Yes. Yes. Uh, welcome, everybody. And do you want to talk about why we picked this movie? Maybe I can speak to how Ooh, we picked this movie. Ah, fabulous. <laughs> Last weekend when I was visiting, we were talking about seeing a movie for this podcast, but I am terribly afraid of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I slyly convinced them to pick a not-so-horror horror movie. Which I sort of feel like is why, Sarah, you were willing to join us too, because it wasn't a truly horrific... That is absolutely true. Absolutely. I think we've disappointed Kelsey, though. I would have watched a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would pretty much always watch any movie, so it didn't really affect my life too much. <laughs> we'll have to get you involved next year on more of the actual scary yeah, ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sad because... This is our second guest podcast, and we always have to tone it down for the newbies. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, not everybody's ready for Rob Zombie. That's, that's really sad, like I said. <laughs> okay, so we normally start with a brief description of first shot, first line. The first shot is of the back of Beth's head as she's walking through the woods on kind of an overcast day. She didn't look super happy to me. Mm-mm. But other than that, we don't really know a whole lot about what's going on until later when we find out that she died after being bitten by a snake. And I thought it was interesting that she was checking her phone the entire time she was hiking through these mm-hmm. woods. She wasn't really engaging mm-hmm. with the experience. No. She was alone mm-hmm. and she just seemed like mm-hmm. she was checking her phone on a walk. I feel like we also kind of get some clues about why that is mm-hmm. because her boyfriend did not go on hikes with her and yeah. 
Uh, they had kind of, they had had a fight probably. So she's probably checking, you know, talking to him mm-hmm. and mad that she's hiking alone because he mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't know that we in the first shot. Yet. But what's the first line? Um, the first line, oh, it cuts to a store where a young man is looking at napkins. Oh, yes. And an, a store employee comes up and says, Can I help you find something, sir? That's the first line of the movie. It really gets you going. It's thrown right into the action <laughs> of buying napkins for a funeral. I really yeah. love how mundane that first scene really was, though. That there was nothing really interesting about mm-hmm. it other than it was kind of morose, but mm-hmm. yeah. it was just a very normal shopping trip. Mm-hmm. And napkins. even <laughs> even going forward, like then he goes to what is clearly like a memorial service mm-hmm. for his girlfriend, and even that was just very normal and sad and funeral like. Yeah, and it goes from there through grief, <laughs> just him and the girlfriend's parents just mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. sad about it for mm-hmm. a long time. And I mean, really bonding over it. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. really impressed with the advice that Maury, the father, gave Zach, Beth's boyfriend, at the chessboard. I thought that was very insightful. Because I think the last conversation Maury had with his daughter was yes. like, she was like, you're annoying. Oh, you're like, yes. right. You know, telling her to go to the dentist yeah. or something like yes. that. Like, shut up, you're annoying. And he was like saying that one moment doesn't like inform an entire relationship. relationship. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. It was pretty Which profound. Is nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's mm-hmm. like one of those things that people think about, you know, after yeah. somebody dies. And so all of this, like at up to about mm-hmm. that point, and when Zach goes home, and then he's at his own family, and like they clearly don't understand him, and he doesn't understand them, and right around that point, I was like. Did we way misjudge this movie? <laughs> like yeah. this, there's not really anything funny about this. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sure this is what we thought it would be. But a lot of funny actors, yeah, coming yeah. and going yes. in yes. and out of scenes. Yes. Yeah, John C. Riley is the dad. Molly Shannon is the mom. Uh huh. Um, Paul Reiser, who I haven't seen mm-hmm. in ages, yeah, was uh, Zach's dad. And Cheryl Hines was his mom. Yes, I'm glad you could remember her name because I felt bad that we remembered everybody else's name. <laughs> and we just but, looked her up. <laughs> but I, I do really like how all those beginning scenes did not set it up for comedy at all. Mm-hmm. Were pretty morose and really it just felt like it was the beginning of a drama. Mm-hmm. They were still funny, mm-hmm. but in this like mundanely normal mm-hmm. way. And I, I know that we all laughed a, l- a little mm-hmm. bit throughout mm-hmm. that entire thing because everything was so weirdly normal. Well, and it's kind of the way that it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not funny when you're dealing with grief within your family or some kind of loss, but there are still those moments that are just mundanely, awkwardly weird and and you do end up laughing a lot not just as like that release of emotions but also because life is just weird Mm. (laughs) so yeah it was a good start to it i think Mm -hmm. so let's talk about favorite lines maybe okay my first favorite line the one favorite line i remember to write down was when zach and Beth were in the car together, and she was acting a little bit weird, but not too weird, and he didn't seem worried at all about her coming back from the dead at that point. And she looked over at him and said, without touching him, or smelling him, or getting close to him, really, and said, 
your hair is so warm. <laughs> and, and it's for so many reasons. It was just so, so such a strange thing to say because your hair is often not warm and she didn't touch him or get close to him. So how does she feel his warm hair? And his reaction was just, what, my hair is warm? <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. And it was just, it was, I think it was the first, oh, this is a comedy, this is really a comedy uh-huh. moment for me. Uh-huh. And it was early, early on in the movie. And there's a lot of other great moments after that, but that was my first line. That, <laughs> that was. And it was kind of one of the first, I think for a while it was like, okay, she's bad. And I know he sort mm-hmm. of thinks that she might be a zombie, but maybe not. Where is this going? And that was the first point where I was like, oh yeah, that's not a normal thing. <laughs> like, mm, I think that tells us something. Do you have a favorite line, Sarah? Yes, it was as Beth was exploring her early zombiehood and I feel like there was some discord between her and Zach. I'm not remembering the exact scene. Um, well, she was definitely ripping stuff up and he said, you're weirdly strong. And contextually, <laughs> it was just quite a funny line. <laughs> you're weirdly strong. And she was. Yeah, because yeah. they would have this great kiss and then she would rip like a brick wall in half or something <laughs> like that. Break a window with her arm. Yeah. Yeah, she got very aggressive. Kelsey, what about you? Um, I really liked when they were... It was like kind of when all the action of like you realize that there's like a zombie apocalypse going on and it's just not Beth. And Zach gets a little like he's like starting to like freak out a little Mm -hmm. and he goes over to their house and she like ran through or walked through a window and then went outside and (laughs) ate a guy and she comes back in and he's like, you ate a guy. And she's like, (laughs) what do you want from me, Zach? I'm a Zombie! Zombies eat guys! Oh, you totally believe that. <laughs> that was that was a good line. And she just did it like she just it wasn't even like she smashed the window, she just, she just walked yeah. through it. Yeah. And then eats him off screen. We kind of see spl- spurts of blood. And then she just comes back in. Like everything is it's just yeah. how it is. Because she's a zombie. Yeah. And zombies eat guys. That's what they do. That's what zombies do. Mike, what about you? Well, I enjoyed Zach's relatives showing up later in the movie. (laughs) People coming to his house. Poppy Mm. comes in there and he goes, I love an attic, I'm going up. (laughs) (laughs) There's a common theme about these zombies liking attics for some reason. Never resolved. No. 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 So whenever these zombies show up, like Poppy... They want to go to the attic. And Naturally. then the previous owners of the house show up, yeah. uh-huh. and they're mad because, like, well, I paid for this attic. It's my attic. <laughs> right? And Poppy's like, I fought in World War II, and I know attics. <laughs> what? What do those two things have to do with each other? My favorite line, I, ha- I wrote down quite a few lines, but one that I really liked was... I mean, I want to say I understand it, but... It's like I don't, which means I do. <laughs> I don't know why that one just appealed to me. Mm-hmm. It's good philosophy. Yeah, it was. It's, it's so profound. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked when he told the other girl that he had lunch with, now I kind of wish she'd stay dead, which is not that funny of a line unless you're like thinking about it in the context of he knows she's not dead and she doesn't know she's not dead. And this poor girl is like, okay. 
I don't know what's I'm obviously still mourning. Like, oh, that sure, that explains it. I really love that entire scene. And the other girl is Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. Who I am a big fan of. And so she enters, and she has a very, very, very small role. But she enters this scene in this diner, and they recognize each other, old friends, and they sit down to eat. And he starts to come to this realization that normal girls are girls that are not zombies, <laughs> have nice skin, and smell not, not like, like a garbage. dead person. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can breathe through my nose around yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he asks to touch her face because her skin is so nice. Yeah. And she goes, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> but she's You're loving so it. But she's so flattered. Interesting. <laughs> Still flirting. <laughs> so clearly flirting. But it was a great scene in that he was, I think the whole time before that you go, aren't she, are you not realizing she's a zombie? Like, you know, she's a zombie. There's got to be signs. Her face is kind of starting to melt away and she yeah. must smell terrible, mm-hmm. which you've commented on a little bit, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to have Mm-mm. any weight about how he feels about Mm-mm. her until this moment where he's like, oh, oh, in- no, <laughs> this is not a normal girlfriend thing. Human skin. Yeah. Love is blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Until it, it comes across a girl who's not dead, and then it's like, that's nice. That's I like that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Who here is familiar with Soli's rules of infection? Oh, I'm not familiar. Not at all. Well, that's amazing. Okay. It, they're really popular and well-known. Maybe Soli can tell us about them. <laughs> they're Please. Really, they're really well-known in this house. Yes. And not really all that popular, because I feel like they have a 50% popularity <laughs> rate. <laughs> yeah. Just about. But how does Hazal feel? Um, I'm not sure. I feel like Hazal would be on my side. I think he would say, eh. I mean, he's a cat. If, if he were to die, he would probably eat you. Ah, uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so very briefly, Ruli's Ruli's? No. <laughs> Soli's rules of infection. It's really just one rule. You should call which them is Ruli's. No. The Ruli is that if we are in a zombie apocalypse oh. and you show signs, even the first signs of being infected, if you've even been bitten and you're not showing signs yet, we're done. And I'm going to have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because zombie apocalypse. Right. You let one live. Yeah. Right? It's never, it's never a good idea. It always backfires. Everyone thinks that they can like put them in a room or they can keep them contained or they can chain them to the stove. It never works. Your fingers, whatever. (laughs) Never works. Mike has a problem with my roulette. I have a big problem with the roulette because that's all well and good in a zombie movie, which in this movie, this movie is a great example of Sully's rules being ignored (laughs) and causing an entire apocalypse. (laughs) But if you were in real life and someone started to get sick and was looking kind of weird and like veins and bloody, you cannot go, well, chop. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're going to get better probably you get a ways into your apocalypse before you decide that you gotta kill them right away i mean what if you're there you're a zombie chained to the wall because you're going (laughs) and then after a week it just goes away your immune system fights it off that's, I mean, that's, that's what just happens. science. In real life, that's what happens. That is a great point. 
I'd you. never considered. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to save so lives that point, here. Okay, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey, I'm, I'll live right, at your house right. and we'll follow the rules. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because that kind of thinking is why apocalypses happen. If they had just handled Beth from the beginning, like she's Wait. dead, she was buried, she digs her way out and comes home. I love you, dear. Whack. But you're a zombie. You got to go. Wait. But hold on. In in this in this movie though, like it's not clear. It's still not clear where. But according to like, you, that doesn't matter. Like no whack. The, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It shouldn't. It doesn't matter that. She and was, and like, the whole like resurrection versus early, zombie right. conversation. We never is a no, call it. That's a, a non-starter. <laughs> well, yes, but the I think the interesting part of this movie that I've never seen in another zombie movie is that they were not infecting other people. Yeah, they were just dead people. This is true. Who became zombies? Right. So they, this and is so that's true. Therefore. Oh. They did kill people. They <laughs> right. still don't want to like still let kill them people. Run <laughs> but yeah. they didn't turn them into zombies, which is why they were able to resolve right. the crisis and yeah, it didn't turn uh, into the apocalypse. But That's by true. solving it, they killed all the zombies. They did have to. They did have to get on board with the ruling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, there's a point where you do that, but you know, just give medicine some time. Okay, so Take I a chance. I feel like I should clarify that. I mean, this is not. I guess the first, I don't know, day that Beth is back, where nobody really knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe she wasn't totally dead, even though she was in okay, no, whatever. I don't somebody's know. dead, but but like maybe dead there's something dead else. Dead but alive. you know, hurt. She starts rotting. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. Also, though, like if Mike died. There's an autopsy. Yeah. It's buried. And, and he then, shows like, up. later that night, he showed up. Like, yeah. no matter if zombies, like, <laughs> leaving the zombie thing aside, like, there's not very many situations in which that would be like, oh, great, Mike. So happy well, to see you. should be excited about it. You should hang out with me forever. I think you forever. shouldn't have made me watch so many horror movies if that's how you wanted yeah. me to react. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just, like, ghosts. You know, right, right. That would have been like a a better. (laughs) So, so yeah, this conversation comes up every time we come across a zombie movie, and I just I feel like it's it's truly for the benefit of mankind that you have to hold a hard line with zombies. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) I'm more on Mike's side because. We do, there are there probably. are many diseases today. Not many. There's a few diseases today <laughs> <laughs> that can mimic a zombie-like state. Right. And if we were to come across that, they're very rare, and you don't really see them in the U.S. If we were to come across that and go, "It's a zombie apocalypse, and we kill that person," you just committed murder. <laughs> Murder. Because that person would have been fine. Murder. They just had to get through this disease. Okay. okay. They needed medicine. Yeah, they needed someone Not to murder. Care. <laughs> okay. Let me present the other side of that. You think that they're just sick. They actually are zombies. They inevitably escape from wherever you're keeping them and eat a whole bunch of people. You've just been an accomplice to murder? Such a conundrum. We were discussing whether you could be an accomplice with a dead person just the other day. Yeah. Uh, that was more with a spirit. That was if you ask somebody, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. if you ask a spirit to kill someone and they do. Or a possessed doll. Or a possessed doll. And it happens. <laughs> Are you responsible for that death? 
<laughs> what were you saying, Katie? I was saying I'd rather be an unknowing accomplice to murder than be an, a murderer of someone, an unknowing murderer, I guess. Because if you're killing a zombie, like an honest-to-God zombie, part that's part of the zombie apocalypse, I don't, I don't think that's murder. <laughs> because you're killing yeah. a dead person. But if you're killing a person who just looks like they maybe could be a zombie and you're like screwed up mind oh, because you've been watching too many zombie oh, movies. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Then That's you're nice. an this actual murderer. But you don't know it. Great point. <laughs> Those neural pathways so, are so you're not saying, okay, so in Soli's, you would just amend Soli's rule to be that it be wouldn't sure. be at be first sure. sign. You would treat them with <laughs> sure. medicine first. Yeah. But be <laughs> sure it's a zombie in a zombie apocalypse scenario. Be sure. <laughs> It's, it's all always, it takes is one, right? You know? It's always because they're hanging on and trying to treat them with medicine, and then something happens. Something happens. Wow. It's always, you know, Kelsey and I will just. It's fine. We'll just hang out on our it's own fine. during the zombie yeah. apocalypse. We'll visit you in prison. <laughs> when it's all over. Yeah. yeah. When they cure everyone, they're like, these two went off the ropes. <laughs> And I'll say I did it for humankind. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what they will all be saying in prison. I have a question. Toward the beginning of the movie, Beth's dad is trying to keep Beth and Zach apart after Beth has come back because, you know, he knows he needs to keep Beth in the house and, you know, she's not really supposed to be there and whatever. So she t- he tells Zach that he can't come around anymore. Tries to break them up. It's like a Romeo and Juliet kind of situation, right? Star-crossed lovers. And it makes me wonder if you have had any experience around your parents deciding that they knew better who you should be dating or not dating. Uh, I'm not asking for lots of, like, graphic details, obviously, but... Did your parents ever try to stop you from dating the zombie guy or girl that you were interested in? My mom said that this one girl was going to be an axe murderer. I remember oh. that. Interesting. <laughs> was she? Did she turn out to be an axe murderer? Oh, um, he is nodding his head and he's nodding towards Soli now. Uh, oh, For all the podcast yes. followers. I only axe murder zombies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess in return, I could say the same because I was also told to be careful about the potential for being axe murdered upon meeting someone I met on the internet. And then we ended up reviewing horror movies together, which is super cool. But to my parents' credit, they did not ever say, like, you shouldn't go... You know, you shouldn't do this. They, I don't think any of them were super excited about the idea, but they didn't try to lay down the law or anything. Yeah, I'm sure that there are a few boys and high school that my parents were like what but they kept their comments to themselves Mm. yeah likewise there were a few that my parents had verbal concerns about and uh to their credit and to this day i think they were right (laughs) yeah (laughs) at the time i did not agree with them and in retrospect absolutely they should have been concerned (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Yeah, do was... you want to talk about Kyle, the brother, for a second? Yeah, um... what a weirdo character. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do feel like he was just inserted at the last minute of the planning of this movie as, like, I don't know, some sort of relief or to make a little bit of a change. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. He's just I... such an odd duck. Yes, but also he was the only one who was behaving the way you would in a traditional That's zombie true. movie. Mm, that yeah. is true. I mean, I was a little bit like, calm down, Kyle, but <laughs> yeah. he was still doing all the things that you would normally be doing in a zombie movie. It's true. I really thought no one else was. That's like, true. I was sort of like, why is no one concerned that this person was resurrected and now your <laughs> yeah. mailman's crazy and there's a guy serving food at serving the time who's was like the... aggressive and throwing things <laughs> and his flesh is falling apart. I don't know. It's all fine. There's Yum. like no no uh, community response except for Kyle. And I was pretty annoyed with Kyle for the majority yeah. of the movie until he's actually doing something. And then I think there's a lot of relief to be like, oh, great. <laughs> People are trying to solve this. Right. And Kyle's yeah. one of them. So yeah. maybe there is, that was forethought. <laughs> yeah. So for a while, you mentioned the di- the guy working at the diner who clearly had been zombified and was just like had gone back to doing his job. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And for a minute, I was like, wait, none of these zombies have tried to eat anybody. Like, yeah. And they were all working. Well, the mailman right. was working, too. They're just, like, going about their normal <laughs> lives. I'm like, is this going to be a zombie movie where the zombies aren't actually dangerous? They're just gross and unpleasant? <laughs> and that that's yeah. just what happens yeah. is that now we have to learn to share our neighborhoods with right. the undead. The undead. Yeah. Well, it yeah. took him a while to Equal deteriorate. Yeah. yeah. It was really when Beth ate the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I was like, okay, this is, okay, this is a zombie apocalypse yeah. now. Yeah. Just took a while. To just like, and the yeah, fingers. Really, that was the other sort of. Yeah, her mom's fingers. Zombie-ish. Yeah. That's some dedication mm. right yeah. there. Love like, you. your daughter is a zombie and there's nobody else around and she didn't want to kill somebody, obviously, to feed to Beth. So she just. Starts Light cutting her, her own fingers off. Yeah. yeah, it got real dark at the end of this yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> real dark. Yeah. But I do, I really, I, they had these such, such clever little pieces of comedic relief in there, like mm-hmm. Beth walking with the entire stove strapped <laughs> yeah. to her back and a yeah. stake through her chest, like listening to smooth key, jazz. <laughs> listening to smooth jazz around her neck. It was and a boom box. Comment on the lavender and just struggling yeah. to like say very normal loving things to her boyfriend through like aggressive growls. <laughs> I thought she did that so well. Yeah. Yeah. Or like even just enjoying like she's like pretty. <laughs> Which like let's be honest is not like that big of a stretch for Aubrey Plaza to like she's always like a little bit like aggressive. Yeah. This was yeah. a good role for it her. Was really it really good. Was. Yeah. yeah. She didn't really hold back. Mm, uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed by that. Yeah. I'm always intrigued by how people choose to play zombies. Yeah. Because there's a movement piece yeah. <laughs> to that kind of a role that, like, I thought she did really well. Some people just really get that, like, jerky, sudden movement like thing. They all run off. Like, she was like, <laughs> yeah. And that she was just, it was like she was being distracted every two seconds. Yeah. She was being distracted yeah. by something else, and she was able to kind of master that. Mm-hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. I had a connection. When mm. when Zach and Zombie Beth were having a hard time picking where to go to eat, 
That was a very familiar Wait, conversation. Wait, you a zombie? <laughs> no, I just think that that was a very familiar conversation. Yeah, I guess that's a connection for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Definitely. Ratings! So, I enjoyed watching this movie. It made me laugh several times. It definitely had the horror element. I liked the acting. The music was effective. I don't know. Lots smooth lots jazz. of... Well, the smooth jazz part. I sort of feel like if I had to listen to that for too long, I would start mm. eating people. Mm. Yeah. But like the ominous music and stuff was, was well done, I thought. All of that being said, I just have this sort of not quite satisfied feel from watching it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Like, I'm not exactly sure what it is about it, but I was left feeling sort of ambivalent. There were pieces of it that I liked, but as a whole, I feel kind of ambivalent about it. So I am going to go with three lost desert eagles out of five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because poor Kyle was oh, so mad yeah. that his right desert eagle so. got thrown into you the know, ravine. Yeah. It's funny when he threw that gun, I'm like, those things are so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you might get a one down. Um, so yeah, three out of five. I always think that in movies, you know, like every movie has somebody'll have like four hundred guns or whatever. And, like, they'll shoot people, and then they'll toss the gun aside, or they'll kill somebody, and the guy has a gun, and he leaves it there, because he's already got his own gun. He doesn't need the dead guy's gun. But guns are, like, a couple hundred bucks. Like, take the gun. Yes. That's that's worth something. Also, you (laughs) never know when the ones you have are going to, like, jam, or I don't know how guns work, but I think they stop working sometimes. (laughs) You know what movie did... I had that thought when we watched uh, Target's. Oh, yeah. Because that guy <laughs> left a lot of was carrying around like a huge <laughs> army duffel bag full of weapons. I'm like, one guy, and he's like sniper shooting. Yeah. It's not like he's, you know, going crazy, yeah. but he definitely had enough guns. Yeah, yeah plenty. Yeah. yeah. Heavy load. Yeah. That's all I got paid. Right? <laughs> like, I'm like, wow. that might be too many. Yeah. <laughs> There's a happy medium somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right? Sarah, do you have a score for it? I was trying to decide if I wanted to score it based on like all movie types or just horror or so I kind of am uncertain because in one genre I'd give it like a four and a half, but I think overall I'll give it a three. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's my final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Katie? So like Sarah, I'm trying to think of for the genre, what would I give it? However yes. many, How desert many lost eagles. desert eagles lost would you give it? So, for a horror movie, five plus. Because mm. you can't get much better than a horror movie that you can laugh through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, that's for the horror movie aspect. For a comedy, like three, pl- three pl- and a half, like three plus. Okay. Not quite a four. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. But if someone asks whether they should watch it as like a comedy, I would say, yeah, you should watch it. Okay, great rating. Very informative. <laughs> I feel more informed than you even watched it. Yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> I know. Sure. Uh, Kelsey, what would you give it? I think I'd also give it three. It was entertaining. It was funny. I thought all the things that you did. But I also thought that, like, I mean, while being clever and different from, like, every other movie in the zombie genre, um, mm-hmm. 
it's still, it just, I don't know. There's like not a lot of, they make a lot of sense. Not like, not that all zombie movies make a lot of sense, <laughs> but there's just like something, la- something lacking. I was like, is it a love yeah. story? Is it a, what's going on? Like, I uh-huh. just, I don't know. But it was entertaining. Yeah. I didn't turn it off. I didn't fall asleep. I think you've helped me put my finger on what bothered me about it is the story. There wasn't anything interesting about the story. It didn't really have much of a story. He was real. I mean, I was like, you're pretty self-involved with you, like you and Beth for like what's going on. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Especially when they go on the hike. Really? That's what you're going to do. You're going to go on a hike with her right now. She just killed her father. Right. Or ate him. (laughs) Her mother is bleeding out of horrific hand wounds. That was another good line. You're going to go on a hike. He's like, keep it up. Keep it up. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Kyle was asking, like, hey, okay, you have to shoot her in the head and we have to go and take care of these other zombies. And he's like, whoa, I have to, I owe her a hike. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah. And then it's just the perfect scene of them on this hike and she's totally 100% zombified with the enormous stove on the back of her back tied to her just grunting along and he, and he's got his little backpack on mm-hmm. he's on a hike with his girlfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, Mikey what about your score this was not the movie I expected at all on any level it was surprising surprising it was a lot darker than I thought it was not a whole lot of comedy like it was it was all comedic but you know not like super funny like it was it was just a joke like maybe every five minutes even it was but which is fine that's a that's like a more dramatic kind of comedy except Mm -hmm. it was crazy so I don't know I think I'm on Kelsey bus so the same kind of feeling that it didn't quite fit it didn't make sense for me but it was still fun so that seems like a three lost desert eagles out of five which is kind of the consensus. Wait, so you're range. giving it a three when your actual middle, you have been pretty consistent about saying your middle score is a 2.5. Yeah. So are you yeah. actually giving it higher than? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think slightly it's... above middle. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm confused by it. Me too. But, okay. but... And also my rating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was entertaining. It, it, it was. was. It was. Yeah. There are some stars. I'm not disappointed yeah. I watched it no. at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty happy with the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Likewise. Yeah, it's just if you're going to go in thinking it's uh, like a goofy zombie comedy, which mm-hmm. is what you'd expect. It's more like a like a really weird indie horror movie yes. that's also funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well classified. <laughs> yeah. That is in the fact, genre. In fact, now that you've identified that, I'm moving my score up. Yeah, I went too. Well, no, that was for a horror, (laughs) for a indie weird film with comedic tones. I would give it a four and a half. I would actually go to a five if that's the context that we're talking because that was actually I was looking for the descriptors in my head and you nailed it and that's it and it's a five yeah I'm sorry I broke the rating (laughs) no I think this is good that you know it's good to know what it is you're rating Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I think that was definitely sticking with my three though me too yeah okay so we got threes over here a five a five yeah and a four 
Mm-hmm. But as a as a horror movie, a five plus. Oh yeah, as a horror movie, five <laughs> solid plus. Yeah, won't back down from that one. That's my type of horror. We're movie. gonna get you to watch something real scary. Yeah, movie. that'll get like a one. So the thing is, I feel like our scores for horror, actual horror movies would be like opposite mirrors <laughs> of one yeah. another. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Your five is our one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sound was a high five. That was. <laughs> That's kind of like us. Your five is our one. <laughs> Okay, well, that is that. Thank you so much for joining us on our horror review podcast. Thank you for involving us. Yeah. Squirrels, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Another woodpecker.